One more night. Hope we don't overlap. One more night. Is that a... <laughs> Who's the... Who's the guy that was in Genesis and did the Tarzan soundtrack? Phil Collins? Phil Collins? Is that a Phil Collins song? I don't know what you're singing. <laughs> it's probably for the best. It's like on any soft rock station that plays in an elementary school like attendance office. But <laughs> Where did this come from? It just popped into your head? There's always something in there. Oh, lovely. Hi, folks, and welcome to another DYBE single. Uh, these are our off-week episodes where we just, you know, it gets real casual. We, like, unbutton our pants, um, probably do other stuff. These are shorter episodes, usually. Um, I don't know why I'm describing it. You're listening to it already. You're sold. Please don't turn us off. Um, last week, we discussed our favorite SNL musical guests. So this week... We thought we'd play a little bit of uh, 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 armchair quarterback casting. Words are, <laughs> words are difficult. But basically, we're going to talk about the musical artists that we wish would play SNL someday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go first because I don't have that much to say. I, uh, 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 I long for the days of, of musical acts getting kicked off and banned from SNL. So I want to see like... The Locust or like Black Midi play SNL. <laughs> Someone just really antagonistic and and just it's not radio friendly. And I want them to set something on fire. And I want Studio 8H to have to like close for two weeks while they do renovations. And I want Lauren to get really, really mad. And I want someone to get banned from SNL. Just please, like it hasn't <laughs> happened since I think the 90s maybe. Like yeah. let's get more bands banned from SNL. That's all I have to say yeah. about it. Also, Black Midi would be amazing. Three altars of Osone Boy, backed only by accordion. Three rows of pale brunettes protecting from the crowd. And a curtain is a patchwork of imitation vermilion. And a red bar hangs over the throne that has been found. Like that, like they would. The, the, I would, I would, I would pay such good money to see the cut to the audience, and they're just yeah. like, what? Huh? I feel like I've, yeah, I would love to see that. I feel like I think I, never I, cut to the audience. That's... I feel like I've seen it once during a performance, but maybe it was because the artist was in oh, the audience. You, you might be right. Yeah, probably. Well, and there was like some. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, then I would have to pay more money to one of the camera people to, you know to cut to the audience, but yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be expensive. Um, but yeah, <laughs> open forum. Who, who, who has ideas? Lay them on me, lay them on us. Uh, yeah. So I think that SNL like really does not have much representation when it comes to the punk community. Like you mentioned These fear on especially. our previous podcast of, mm-hmm. of them having a punk performance that really only happened at that time because Fear knew John was a John Belushi, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it kind of hooked him up with a performance. And it just happened to be the Halloween episode. So mm. that's really the only reason they had a bunch of punks running around the studio. Um, so I was thinking Pup would be phenomenal to see on Saturday oh, Night Live. That's actually Especially, a really good pick, Mike. That's, that 
I'd love to see that. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see them perform Sleep in the Heat, which is a song about band name by band member Stefan's chameleon that he lost, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> such a sweet music video mm-hmm. yeah yeah a fantastic pick and and honestly i feel like that they're they're just they're just radio friendly enough to yeah. to, to make the cut yeah and, um, and very energetic totally yeah it'd be a good one um i want to see mannequin pussy on there just so they can say ladies and gentlemen and it would be like helen mirren or something she's like ladies and gentlemen mannequin (laughs) mannequin pussy yeah like Tilda swinton announcing it or something Uh, or patrick stewart ladies and gentlemen mannequin pussy Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like they could perform, you know, the obvious, like, Jump 2 and then maybe Perfect. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, spit on my tits. Yeah. <laughs> they, have to ble- they have to obviously bleep that out. Yeah, the, the whole performance would be bleeped. Um, or yeah. or it's like Timothy Chalamet, and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, man, I can do it. And he's just, man, they're like, like man, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? He's like, wait, what? Can we, can we Are start? we on? <laughs> do we go? Or or <laughs> it's like. It's like a reclusive actor that just doesn't get out much or just someone who's like totally detached from reality, like Bruce Willis or something. And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not. Mannequin pussy? Ma- yeah, I'm not. Lauren, I'm not saying that. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah. I guess start. we go now. <laughs> or Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, mannequin pussy. <laughs> oh fuck that was very good um yeah all right well sasha's in the lead jillian can can you top that (laughs) well not not for the reason sasha picked hers because that those those are number one those should be top priority book them now um i think no surprise to anyone i think muna should play snl next
Yeah. Incredible, incredible top three favorite bands for me. Um, they just signed to Satisfactory Records, Phoebe's label. Mm -hmm. My head about exploded <laughs> and it was like my first time back in the office in over a year. Well, yeah. like one of two times I've been back in over the over a year. And of course, it was like the one time I wasn't at home in the safety of my couch to be like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. I was just like exploding at my desk like, oh, I cannot believe because I looked it up. They were signed to RCA. They moved from RCA what? to Phoebe's label. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I'm sure Phoebe just promised them just just control the yeah. world. Yeah. 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 So Naomi wow. McPherson is like um, one of she they are in the band and they are also the main producer. They're also a producer for other people. Anytime Muna does like a remix, they're the ones that like kind of control it. And they're so, so, so talented. Oh, so incredible. So I cannot wait to see what the whole band Muna does um, on that label. But I think they'd be incredible on SNL, tons of energy. There are a million songs I think that would fit the show perfectly. It's like watching a party, and honestly, I'm flying to New York City just to see them play live in a festival uh, in September, and I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> you can tell them, like, or, or just tell someone, like, while you're there, you might as well just pop on to SNL. That's how it works, right? It's like an yes. open audition. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I absolutely loved the, um, like, announcement photo that, yeah. that went along yep. with it. Amazing. With Phoebe just looking like a, like a CEO. Mm -hmm. um, to be the second like announcement of them like signing anyone like mm -hmm. they they signed claude which is a great artist to sign but who is but relatively unknown right pretty much unknown yeah. like had some releases um but like it felt like a fitting artist to sign to a startup label mm -hmm. but to announce muna like yeah that's insane. a flex insane for sure yeah. yeah um yeah so just as a as an extension, were there any other performances that you uh, y'all watched um, in your research for last week's episode that you thought were notable for one reason or another? Um, like I, I, for example, like uh, Rita's really into um, one King Princess song, um, "Hit the Back," and uh, it's, a good song. It, it's a good song. And her, you know, it, it feels like her voice is a little blown out for that performance, but she she's a very physical performer, and it was like it's a really good clip. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I almost, I almost picked Kanye West actually. Um, his performance of "Runaway" yeah. Yeah. is like probably one of my favorite things. Yeah. I love. I like. I'm. I have like a very intense love of ballet dance. I don't know why. Mm. I just really love it. I always wanted to be a ballet dancer. Um, it just never came to fruition. But I just think it's so stunning. And that that piano line is just like a direct line <sighs> I, to your it's spine. It's so good. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's like probably my favorite album of his too so no oh, it was yeah, yeah and like i think at that at that time that was just like the height of his career and it was before he became a bigger asshole but yeah like an, 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 yeah. an intolerable asshole yeah intolerable asshole yeah. um but yeah like i kind of always think of him as that kanye like yeah. it's very artistic very like um could be pretty deep i mean really that mm -hmm. album so good um 
you know, I just, I like to think of him as that Kanye. I kind of keep him like in that era and don't really go past it, honestly. Yeah. Well, I think that came after his big thing at the word show with Taylor Swift. Yeah. And, like the mm. album that came out after that, he, he like got out of the public eye for a little bit and yeah. it seemed like he was returning with like almost an apology of an album where it's yeah. like, I know that I'm very flawed and like just a sense of being humble. Self-examination. Yeah. Hmm? Self-examination. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And so it's like, okay, cool. At least we've got this going on. Yeah. But when Kanye performed, it was either last season or the one before it, it was insane. And he made the entire cast come onto the stage again after the show wrapped or during his second song. I can't remember which, um, but he made the whole audience stay. He made the entire cast come back on and he said a bunch of shit that like mm -hmm. no one like, believed or like wanted to be a part of so yeah. like mm -hmm. some of the cast members like tried to like trickle off the stage and some people some of them were just like stuck on there and if you ever look it up on youtube it is very hard to watch it, it's so it, cringy it always... i couldn't finish it i couldn't watch oh it. yeah through, throughout all like a lot of my research for the for the last episode it would come up as a suggestive video and i i couldn't i couldn't bring myself no. to watch it i don't know if he'll <laughs> ever be able to play it that again yeah, I think that so, might have been his last chance. But he, he he didn't get officially banned or anything. Um, not to my knowledge, but I think yeah. it's just uh, we probably should not give him a platform. Yeah, yeah. And and the the true the the truth of the matter is, and it's very cynical, but I bet they didn't ban him because he gets viewers. Like oh, people yeah. are gonna watch. Absolutely. I mean, they they let Trump host. Like they yeah. Let Elon Musk host. Yeah. yeah. So terrible. So terrible. Bad. He's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. So bad. He yeah. made me so uncomfortable. I watched only a few sketches, but it made me so un so deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't bear myself from there to watch it. Yeah. <sighs> All righty, folks. Well, on that sort of sour note, um, we're going to wrap up this episode of DYBE Singles. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, please do subscribe. Leave us a rating on iTunes. And uh, take care of yourself. Stay safe out there, folks. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.